A super soft podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Megan Cottrell, and other host, Amber Fransman. So, Peter Patter, let's get at her. Nine three, yay, yeah. And <laughs> I kind of want to start this episode by saying, I think the curse of the threes was lifted, at least for this season. I agree. I wrote that down. So, <laughs> this, I have two, and it's not really previously on, but like just at the top, I'm going to say this. One, curse of three did not seem to be present. No, I did not sense it. And I went in anticipating it. Yes. I feel like that's another thing, too, where you go and you think, oh, it's the third one. It's probably going to be bad. And you're looking for it. Maybe you're a little bit harsher on it. Yeah. You're just, like, waiting for the shoe to, yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. And it did not happen this time. So I was pleasantly surprised. And secondly, not really previously on, I guess it technically could be what's the scoop, but we've mentioned it before, you know, numbers and, and all that stuff, but for total plays were over 2,000 now, which is wild. Yeah. Crazy, but cool. Crazy, but cool, but (laughs) nerve-wracking. Kind of terrifying. (laughs) Okay, so just hard facts really quick. Season 9, Episode 3, released December 25th, 2020. Length is 21 minutes, 15 seconds. Sonia Bennett wrote this one. Has she written any before? She has. I don't remember off the top the other ones she's written, but she's written at least one other one. Oh. I don't think we were in love with the last one she wrote, but we didn't hate it. I'll have to look it back up and see which one it was. But And then Jacob directed this. I w- was surprised that Sonia was the one that wrote this, and maybe... Jared and Jacob gotten like this flow where they get into their third episode and something's weird there. I don't know because this was a complete, you know, it's a different person episode three and it, there's no curse to be seen anywhere. She good. I I really enjoyed this. Pull, she pulled it, it out. Yeah. <laughs> so. It took them nine seasons and a guest writer, but they finally accomplished it. <laughs> uh, so this episode's called scorched earth. We kind of already have an idea of what's happening, but for the synopsis, and again, this is an episode where we have no overview for the episode, (laughs) just a quick one line or two line synopsis. Katie takes her scorched earth strategy to Letterkenny. Gail gets some action of her own. So that's it for (laughs) the whole wiki. (laughs) Which, today's episode that I listened to was the last one that we hadn't had any notes for, and I think it was still good. So yes. I don't feel as, not nervous, like I wasn't nervous going into the last one that had no notes, it's just more like, uh, is it gonna be okay, or is it gonna be terrible? But I think that one was fine, so mm-hmm. this one will be fine too. Yeah, my worry for the ones we don't have notes for is always that it's gonna be scattered, and I'm not promising that it'll be organized. <laughs> it might still be, yes. But... Yeah, so the cold open for this one is the cold open about Angie. We find out that Angie went on a big trip. She's been traveling, and she came back acting different. And was she acting different like I think she was acting different? (laughs) And yeah, she was. (laughs) I wonder why he thinks that. Maybe because he's been on trips with her. Possibly. 
I am dangerously close to this stereotype of a person, <laughs> so I can't say much. So they're basically poking fun at Angie, saying that, you know, when you go to a place and you travel somewhere and you're there for a week or more, you start acting like you kind you're of a local now. Yeah. <laughs> Wayne pulls out, he says, is there anything worse than that? And Wayne says, stillborn puppies and nothing else. And I thought, wow. What a bummer. <laughs> I know. That, like, that took it way low, way fast. What did you think of the accents? They actually all did really good accents, I yes, thought. I, I, I enjoyed listening it. to all of them do their accents. So she's speaking with a bit of an accent then, Derry. She came home speaking with a wee bit of an accent then. Does it now? Like every statement ends like it's a question, and Derry. Everything she says is like it's a fucking question, and and and. Do you know what I mean? She using words like cheeky, and bugger. Why are you cheeky bugger then, Derry? Oi, Derry, you cheeky bugger. I haven't seen you in a bloody minute, have I? Haven't I? Has she gone mad? Is she knackered? It started off this episode on a high note. It was so funny. They all did really well and I feel like they fluctuated in and out of different types of accents too. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like a steady all throughout like Wayne was keeping the same one and Derry was keeping the same one. I feel like they were doing Cockney accents and all different types. Yeah, I agree with that. It all kind of sounded British or Australian, but kind of a flow <laughs> between them and yeah, there was a different little, regions of European. Maybe Scottish and Irish and or Irish thrown in there. It was it was so fun. Who was your favorite of the three? They were all really good. I lo- uh, but when Dan was saying BBC was <laughs> the BBC <laughs> was funny. <laughs> the BBC three. <laughs> His was more, especially when he said that, a little more subdued, not so excited kind of sounding, and that it made me laugh. But uh, <laughs> the things that they were making fun of, though, a lot of the, like you said, you're dangerously close mm-hmm. to that. I like to travel, too. And it should, I think travel should change you. Maybe not where you're acting like you're from there, but I think that it, you know, you should learn about the the culture and experience some local things. But I think having a travel blog would be awesome. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if I could get paid for that, best believe you wouldn't see. Well, I don't know, because Josh's got a full-time job now. He can't really leave. But if I could go with Josh and do a travel blog, which people do, there's a really cute couple called Kara and Nate that are from Tennessee that are traveling the world and that's just what they do they uh, saved up to do it for a year and then they started making the videos and started getting paid for it and now that's just what they do I think that's super cool Mm -hmm. we legit talked about doing a van like a tiny home I could totally see you guys doing that I mean to the point where we were researching it was but dangerously then, close. It, it was dangerously close to happening. But I thought, how cool would that be? Like we were gonna homeschool Scarlet. It yeah. was when we only had Scarlet, and uh, that would be dreamy to me. What would Nate do without his plants? I don't know. And I <laughs> that was that was a topic of conversation when we were having that. It was like you know, if we're constantly traveling, you don't really have a garden anywhere, or yeah. like you know, having a few potted plants and taking them with you he would definitely not be able to have his bonsai collection that he yeah. has. He has a ridiculous amount of trees. But 
Yeah, I think that would be fun. And I also agree that British comedy is different than other comedy. It is. It's smarter and more dry. Yes. It's in my opinion. so dry and sarcastic. And I love it. I do too. My mom loved British humor, which is funny to me. She really liked Ricky Gervais, but... Interesting. I know. Because he's borderline mean. He can be. And he's also very vocal about being an atheist. Yeah. And she was pretty religious, but she thought he was hilarious. And he is. I love him. But yeah, he can be kind of a dick. But the British office and she... uh, Yeah, I just think that... British comedy is different type of comedy than we have. <laughs> Hard stance. Yes. <laughs> what was your? Did you have a favorite line that they said? Um, maybe the one about British comedy. I'm not sure. What about you? I love. It was almost a running thing where Wayne kept going. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? I like when they said, "Isn't it? <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> not bothered." <laughs> they were so good. I did like when Derry paused after he said. Melbourne, not Melbourne, because that's not how you pronounce it. And just like going back to his normal sounding yes. voice. Derry was my favorite here. Derry was. He <laughs> gave so much energy into it, in just his facial expressions and stuff. Melbourne, not Melbourne, because it's pronounced Melbourne. Melbourne. John! Which, Wayne was very exaggerated too, which is not normally how we see him, but it was just so fun. 10 out of 10. <laughs> One of my favorite cold opens. I really, really liked it. I, I enjoyed it a lot. It and was I, a good cold open. And um, it wasn't... You know, sometimes they can do things that are funny, but they're just so gross that it's like, that was funny but disgusting. Nothing about this one was gross. It was just funny, and I really liked that. Yes. So thank you. you. You look at it as though, man, if this is about a different topic, this would be hilarious to me. <laughs> yes, exactly. And this one was good. Yes. I like the topic of travel, so. So, for those of you who are big into podcasts, there's another podcast about Letterkenny called The Produce Stand. Uh, I don't listen to it. I'm going to at some point. I don't do it right now just because I don't want don't to, to inadvertently copy them, you know? You don't want it to influence ours. Yeah. Yeah, subconsciously. But right now, because I do follow them on um, Instagram and stuff, so right now they're doing a bracket of top cold opens. Ooh. Again, I'm trying not to copy them, so I've not followed it super closely, but they were talking about this one and what was the last one? Like newer seasons Mm -hmm. even. So I think this one would be one of my tops if I had to pick. Thinking now, because I didn't write it down, but probably one of my favorite things that they said was when he talks about not going to any places that are too touristy because you don't want to go someplace (laughs) that's too touristy. Exactly. (laughs) And I felt that. Wow, I feel personally attacked. (laughs) Yes. Why are you writing this cold open and directing it at me? It's like, did she stay off a beaten path or did she go to where it's touristy, right? Because you don't want to go to where it's too touristy. Do you know what? All she's done is hostels and backpacks and kiwis. Okay, so then we get to a music only scene of Katie going scorched earth quote unquote she's going to the club and we hear the song bulletproof by LaRue and every guy in this whole club freaks the f out when they see <laughs> our group of girls come in which i guess to be fair they're gorgeous yeah they look good walking in and they know they look good and there's a certain something to be said when you walk in with that confidence of 
I know how good I look right now. Yeah, and Katie did look awesome. They, yeah, they all did. I said, the song can get it, but none of those guys can. I, it was so funny because, yes, again, these girls are really pretty. I get guys being like, oh, wow, they're so cute and turning around and looking and giving them all the attention. But the first guy literally shushes the I girl. Know, that, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, okay, that's a bit much. Which, okay, so, and then Bonnie tells him to different f- off. That's what she said, yes. which made me laugh. But then I'm really hoping that after he does and he turns back around, the girl that he shushes is like, yeah, no, you can't different f- off. Yeah, <laughs> you can. So. See yourself out. <laughs> but uh, I, I love that they were just all smiling and dancing and having a good time together because she says she's going scorched earth but she really didn't seem interested in picking up guys yes that's my note i said how can you go scorched earth when you're actually just turning everybody down yeah and you know i I know i've not been really team katie for a while but it made me happy that she was just going out with her girls and having fun and sometimes you you want to look cute and feel nice and have attention Mm -hmm. without too much attention. You know what I mean? Like, I, I want saying. you to look at me and know that I look good. I just don't want to actually talk to you or like, you're not going to take me home tonight. I just need to be reaffirmed. I that need I to be good. appreciated. Yes, exactly. I get you. I've had, that. and I love a good girl sign out. I used to, I mean, we have established, I used to club. That was my jam. I don't need you to talk to me. But just appreciate that I look nice. Exactly. And I put effort into looking this good, and I need some appreciation. Yes, I I love this. Spoiler alert, I loved Katie in this episode. Loved Katie in this episode. I won't say I loved Katie, but I will say that she did not annoy me. Level, which is a big step. Level up. Did yes. not piss me off this episode. She didn't. She did. I mean, I wasn't like, oh my god, Katie, I love you. But I also wasn't like, god, Katie, I just can't Different. stand her. I liked her, definitely didn't dislike her this episode. Good deal. Which is way more than it's been for a while for Katie yeah. for me. So. I feel like Mrs. McMurray would have been a fun Oh, she would be one here. To or, go but, out with. But maybe... She might have been a little too much. Well, you might have had to babysit her, so there's that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But also, McMurray would have been a fun one in the cold open because... I don't remember if I sent you that clip where he does all the accents. You've told me about it, but I've not seen it. But where he goes on all of his trips... Yeah, he could have added to that. Yeah. Well, then it could have gone gross. (laughs) That's true. We don't need... We don't need any We didn't need the gross, but... He would have been an interesting addition, though, yeah. But that was just a short Katie scene. We kind of get the idea that she's going out. She's looking for not love, but fun. <laughs> she's not Wayne. Wayne's looking for love. Katie's looking for something Attention? else. Yeah. <laughs> so we're back at the farmhouse. Katie walks in. She's looking cute. I like the little black jeans, gray tank situation mm-hmm. that we've got. And it's very early. Well, it seems, I don't know how early it is. It seems early in the morning, but she just came back from a date. She came back from a date. She talks about, though, that she has three dates that day. And so I was like, I'm up for breakfast, lunch, and dinner date. Ooh. So, free meals, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know that I would have three different dates with three different guys in the same day. But three different meals out, I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all about eating yeah, out. I mean, I mean 
heck? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I was gonna ask, have you ever had multiple dates within a day with different guys? I didn't ever really date, if I'm being honest. As far as going on a date mm-hmm. with somebody, I didn't ever really do that. I'm not sure what that would even be like. I mean, once I started... You fell into relationships. Yeah, I yeah. was a relationshipy person. And even when I wasn't in a relationship and more just like, oh, I'm having fun kind of period. You never went on official dates? Yeah, we didn't go on official dates. Yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> uh, so no, I've never been on more than one date with different guys in the same day. No. How about you? I've done that once. <laughs> I, I did it once with two separate well, obviously, two separate guys, and it was stressful. If you're scheduling that many dates in one day, I don't know if it's efficient or if it's, like, stressful. Yeah. Yeah. And also scheduling three so close together, because it seems like, n- not jumping ahead too much, but she comes back from a date, kind of tells him about it, and then immediately and like, leaves oh, for her next. Time to go. But it seems like the date's... Like, this one, it doesn't go very well, so she doesn't stay super long. Yeah. And then she's already going to the next one. It's almost like she's not expecting them to go very well. Yeah. In her defense, though, if one was going well, she could text and cancel the That's next true. one. true. Which is not a good way to look at stuff. <laughs> but, I mean, it's it's a possibility. This one doesn't go well because dude stinks. Yeah. If there's one thing you should do, it's wash. Wash. (laughs) Poor Derry defending being smelly. (laughs) Yeah, I know. It irritates me a little bit because it adds to... I used to have this really big dislike of Derry just because I thought he was super gross. And it's like a recall to that. It's kind of bringing that that dirty Derry back. (laughs) Dirty Derry. Where is our hot Derry? Yeah, we're more of a hot Derry. (laughs) Yes. Sam. Yes, please. I made a commitment to date local, and I expected a few coarse edges, but still, wash. You gotta wash. You gotta Walla Walla Washington's. You gotta George Washington. Well, you gotta George Washington Carver. Carver? Hardly knew her. Yeah, that dude didn't wash. If you're gonna go on a date, take a shower. Even if you don't put, even if you don't have cologne or like, I always like good smelling lotion, but you know, it's not that hard to not stink. It's so easy to smell good. Yeah. Just wash and then once guard a clone, you're golden. Mm-hmm. And guys take five minute showers. And yeah, they. It's so easy for y'all. Mm-hmm. We have so many more steps than you. <laughs> right, I know. Oh my gosh. I said if you worked, because Derry defends it saying, like, well, maybe he was smelly because, like, me, my job tends to be a bit smelly. He works with cows. Mm-hmm. All right, that's fine. But as Wayne immediately points out, change out of your different barn clothes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that drives me crazy. I always want him to change and be in something nice. Yes. Katie's one-liners here are golden. Josh, you have to plug some of them because they were giving me life. <laughs> I thought she was she was just so funny and so cute in this whole episode. Well, if you smell gamey, you ain't gonna lay me. Well, if you want to hit a base, at least air out the place. I wrote down why she committed herself to dating only local people. I don't know. Maybe just because Dirks was not local and so she's just like going for the opposite of that. Or maybe so it's convenient. Like, hey, they're all right here in Letterkenny. Because to me, when I picture how Letterkenny is, it's kind of like a big city's probably at least an hour away. Yeah. 
and other little towns are still probably 30 or 45 minutes away. So maybe it's straight up just a convenience thing. Or, but how convenient is it if it doesn't go well? See, like, not very. Or maybe she's just, you know, like, hey, eat local, buy local produce, <laughs> shop local. All right. Shop I, I, local, <laughs> y'all. I will support small businesses. And so she's just doing her part to support Letterkenny. I oh don't my know. gosh. But can you imagine if you were a bumpkin in Letterkenny and Katie decided, hey, I'm just going to date local, like how excited they would all be. You'd think they'd be excited enough to shower, but no, maybe not. Oh, that's so funny. You got a George Washington. <laughs> I I love their little quips about, you got to wash, you got to wash. You got to wash. And then they mentioned the vintage tea sweats, which grossed me out. That's, okay, yeah. They blame it on, Derry says it could be work, and then Dan says it could be nervous sweats and dairy says it could be meat sweat <laughs> and then they said it could be vintage tea sweat like all the okay if you worked shower and change your clothes yeah if you get nervous wear deodorant like wear deodorant anyway but <laughs> yes. if you know that you get nervous and get sweaty just wear deodorant it's not hard yeah if you if you're going on a date maybe don't eat a whole bunch of meat beforehand <laughs> Like, these are simple fixes. <laughs> I can just picture somebody being like, oh, I've got my date with Katie soon. Let me eat this pound of bacon or something like that. I don't know. And If you're, if you're weighing your pounded hot dogs. <laughs> I smell hot dogs. Oh, my God. Okay. And also, if you buy vintage clothes, which is cool. You know, yeah. like, man, vintage clothes are cool. I like hippie looking clothes. Yeah wash them <laughs> like you should be washing wow. any clothes that you buy beforehand anyway yes nothing that you're wearing should have other people's stink on it yeah that's just gross so these are all simple fixes yes they're defending it but these are simple fixes and they say uh i think it's dairy and dan you know call out wayne and katie born to judge uh, I liked that. Yeah. yeah. Born to judge. And they're not wrong because these are judgy people. And judgy. I know. And that's, <laughs> I didn't, I wasn't sure if they were calling out Katie or if they were calling out Wayne, but either works. It fits. Yeah. Because that's both of them. Yes. Uh, yes. She says after this, she's got a two o'clock. <laughs> I love that. It's like an appointment. Yeah. <laughs> and she's apparently going for quantity over quality right now. Maybe until she finds the right person. Well, and she does say, if you could be one thing, be efficient. That's their motto for life, it seems. And maybe she's just stacking them up so quickly to get through it. Boom, 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 boom. See what's out there. Because she knows that it's going to suck for a little bit until it's right. Yeah, so, like, why prolong it? Let's just get it all. Like, at that point, you could just go out on a group date or something. That's with, true. like, four guys at once and just kind of take care she of it She could bachelor edit. Yeah. I think she could. They have whole TV shows about this. <laughs> it said three dates in one day. I almost never do this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, Josh. I love you so much. <laughs> I love you so much. I don't have anything else for that little uh, I just said, but she's getting it done. Get it, girl. <laughs> yeah, true. She's she's getting at it. Yeah. She's doing what she said she was going to do. So, all right. Yeah, that's all I have for that. Then we cut to our boys. Yay. With their boys. I love that they hang out. <laughs> Me too. That's such a cute little group. Gr yes. Mm -hmm. 
I agree. They're playing the notch on the bedpost game. Animated edition. <laughs> I, what are your thoughts on that? Something about talking about hot animation makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> I don't disagree. It like, but then there's like anime that's almost specifically made for that. It's called hentai and it's art. So Scarlet is 14 now and sometimes she'll say like, oh, this character is hot. And I'm like, it's a cartoon. Don't say that. It's not a real person. And I think that's part of the reason why it bothers me so much. So when they said this, I was just like, no. You're like, ah, cringe. Yes. This is just, And I know, I mean, some people, I've heard this conversation before. Yeah. And it made me feel uncomfortable then, too. I don't know. Just like, don't. Well, the ones that they say are strange. I know. They say, just don't do it. Dive is pretty upset about it, too. (laughs) So there's Fred Flintstone. Which I would not ever pick anyway. Barney. Which I would not ever pick anyway. And I always think of the actual costumed Barney, not the cartoon Barney, (gasps) too. Because, you know, like Barney and Friends Barney, (laughs) which is more disturbing. Oh, God. And Ariel. Which, Ariel is beautiful for a cartoon. Yes. I don't know. I I go to a mermaid, Uh, though. The Little Mermaid. I did. She's not that little. I love... It was weird, but I loved it. Riley's defense of it. Defense of Prince Eric? Yes. Not the Prince Eric I know. (laughs) It's like, uh, she was uh, 16 years old, so... Yes, and then uh, it's like, well, in in the story, Eric was only supposed to be 18, so that's fine in most states. (laughs) (laughs) It was a fun... Very accurate depiction of Riley, the character's yes. brainwaves. Yes, I love how he... He's like, well, Prince Eric wouldn't have done anything if she was too little. <laughs> and then, weird, Jonesy says, made Marion, which is a literal fox. Yeah. So, I, it's not just animated, but also we're crossing into bestiality. So, that's cool. <laughs> um, not a fan. <laughs> and I just like, I don't... This... <laughs> but... This conversation, it didn't make me mad. Because, you know, sometimes, like, when they do conversations that are kind of uncomfortable and it makes you kind of mad. beat your dick December. Yes, and it just, like, mm, this one didn't bother me like that. It's just not a conversation that I would... Participate in. Yeah, be like, ooh, yeah, let's talk about that. (laughs) But Uh, it didn't bother me too much when they were talking about it. Fred Flintstone. Why? Never wears pants. That's a head start I can get behind. And would. Barney's in the same camp. Flintstone's like the inaugural village people. And then Glenn pops up. Glenn in this episode is my favorite person. Glenn is amazing too. Oh, he's always amazing to me. I adored him in this episode. Extra amazing in this episode. And I, this is my first note because we get into it in a little bit, but I said, Glenn is us. With, with Top Gun. <laughs> because he's like, enough, enough. I'm not talking about it anymore. Okay, Miles Teller. <laughs> okay. What's the other dude? Glenn Powell. <laughs> uh, what kind of ab workouts do they do? No, we're not talking about it anymore. It's done. <laughs> but if we were going to talk about it again. <laughs> yes. So it was so funny because I was like, that what does this a... remind me of? And I was like, oh yeah, we did this last time. Why is this so familiar? <laughs> Glenn is 
bursting to tell. And our boys just keep being like, okay, that's fine. If it's a secret, that, that's okay. Yeah, no, that's cool. We understand. And he's just he's like, like, fine. Oh my gosh, she pulled it out of me. <laughs> like, twist my arm a little bit more. I love when he gets onto Bonnie when she's like, Glenn. And he's like, enough, Bonnie, enough. <laughs> Poor Bonnie's the only responsible person. I know. She's not talking about cartoon sex and she's not telling everybody's business. She still gets yelled at. I know. And she's just like, oh my gosh. Supposed to be a secret, but since you've basically already guessed it, Gail is out of action because Gail is getting some action. I am terrible with keeping certain secrets. Like I will go ahead and tell you right now. If you t like anybody anywhere at any point, if you tell me a thing, Josh knows it. But he Same also doesn't yeah. care. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, people aren't rushing to tell me dark, juicy secrets. Yeah. It's just not how I live my life anymore. And so, yeah, basically Nate knows everything that I know. But again, it doesn't really matter that Nate knows everything that I know. I'm very, if it's something serious that doesn't need to be, I don't know, like a more serious thing that you really want to keep personally, not just with a very small group, that's one thing. My best example of this is Josh's birthday present. Uh -huh. I... I'm I, I want to tell you all right now, but I can't because he'll edit this before his birthday. Oh, I was going to say, will this be out before his birthday? But I guess he is the one who edits the episode. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so if, he, if he edits this before we leave, then he would know that I got him a present that I will tell you all about next episode. <laughs> but I annoyed him so much about... He has like three things he's getting for his birthday, but I annoyed him so much about one of the things that he opened it yesterday because it came in and I was like, I cannot keep this a secret any longer. <laughs> I'm bursting like Glenn to tell you. So he opened his shirt that I got him yesterday, his Harry Potter birthday shirt. So that's one thing down and I'm just going to explode <laughs> holding in this other thing. Thing. Did you guys find shorts last night? We did. Yeah. Yes. Good. I'll sit, I'll put a picture up so everyone gets a visual. <laughs> yes. It's good. Glenn starts to he's like, since you basically already guessed it, I guess I'll go ahead and tell you. <laughs> and he just keeps on and on and on. And it is so hilarious to Him me. describing who he's describing as Woody is perfect, though. <gasps> that is, that's perfect. <laughs> Toy Story 1 through 4. <laughs> and their faces as they're as they're starting to put it together who it is and then when he finally outright says okay it's jim dickens okay since you've basically guessed it <laughs> and he says say? it's a three-hander <laughs> that part when he's <laughs> when he's describing i can if it was a high jump and then he's those I don't, we don't use the metric system, and so I'm only guessing how high <laughs> that it is that he's talking about. Oh, I, I love this treasure of a man. It could double as a pull-up bar. That's all I'm saying. It's all I'm saying. <laughs> enough, <it>. enough. <laughs> We're done. Fine. We're done. And then Bonnie is so funny in the background, just her facial expressions, and then she kind of kicks it off like, okay, well, the rumor mill's about to start. And Which, she of just, course, it is. And she's completely correct. She sees it kind of start off. <laughs> I said kudos to you, Jim Dickens. I know. I said Katie is missing out on Jim Dickens, apparently. Yeah. I put. It took me a second to figure out what I was talking about, but I said just don't, don't do that. Don't try it. Don't think about it. <laughs> In response to what Jonesy asks, do you guys think Jimmy Diskin can like suck his own wiener? Oh my god. <laughs> 
And I don't know why that's, that's where like a guy's a, mind would go. That's such a dude thing to it, talk about. I, I guarantee to, to wonder about. Yeah. And he says, like the Greek statue. I kind of, <laughs> I just love him. My kind of Greek statue. I put a little heart. So Katie's home again, back at the farmhouse, and. Got a piece, but not the whole pie. Swing batter batter. I love when Derry says that. I know. So they she tried again. And date number two did not go well either, so Yes. I put summer teeth. That's a raft guide joke. Do you guys go rafting? Seriously, every raft guide makes that joke. Hold on to your tea grips. Or you'll have summer teeth. Oh, yeah. It pops, it could pop you in the mouth. Mm -hmm. Hang on to it, or you'll have some teeth in your head, some teeth in the boat, some teeth in the river. But, like, literally every raft guide I've ever had makes that joke. (laughs) (laughs) Well, she's already dated hockey players. And this is, I wonder if Wayne says that because she's like, you guys are into that? He's like, I have a wee bit of time for that. (laughs) And I'm wondering if Wayne said that because Jared's missing a tooth. We've kind of speculated for Shorzy if he's actually missing that tooth. Yeah. Or if it's makeup or just fake or whatever. But Or if in real life he has a tooth that's missing. And I wonder if he's like, hey, you know, like, there's... <laughs> Got a little like, bit of time for that. There's nothing wrong with, you know, a few missing teeth here and there. <laughs> just uh, keep them clean. Yeah. <laughs> Which this guy apparently did not do. Katie said that he didn't have a lot of teeth. And what teeth he did have were not clean. And then... <laughs> Barry... <laughs> Different. 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 Dairy. This is not hot dairy. This is different. Dairy. Oh my god. He's like nobody really flosses. Like this made me laugh so much. Like flossing is an old wives' tale. (laughs) Like it's some sort of urban legend. Like he's heard of it, but nobody really does it. It's a thing, but it's not really. It's not real. Oh my gosh. You a flosser? Did not appear to have flossed, no. <laughs> but I mean, nobody really flosses. Right? Are you fucking with me? Even if you weren't great at flossing, Derry is laughing. And he's like, so genuine about it. It's like, what's so funny. Yes, that he's adamant that people don't actually floss. <laughs> yeah. That's not something that people really do. <laughs> It makes me never want to hang out with Derry. It's, yeah, that. <laughs> oh, sweet Derry. This is his childlike grossness coming out. You need to take that. I could, I mean, if you, hey. Hey, you're on the podcast. Oh, hi, everyone. What song would you like to request? Um, I don't know, something by Death from Above, probably. Okay. We're going to play running up that hill. <laughs> so, okay. thanks for calling in. Congratulations, you're calling number yeah. seven. Um, we're still recording. We got started a little bit late. That's okay. I just figured I'd give you a call as you was on the way home. Okay. If you wanted to bring dinner, I wouldn't hate that. Okay. Okay, I love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. You kids are so cute. He had to do vocals for a song today, so that's where he was at. What are your thoughts? Uh, teeth are a big deal for you, looks-wise. Um, right? Not as much as I think they are with you. Like, I... 
just brush your teeth. You know, it's like showering. It's it's not hard. Yeah, like it's not a hard step in life to take. So yeah, just take care of your yeah. teeth. I mean, and again, I floss. Don't floss every day. I floss about three times a week. Sorry, dentist. Yeah. That's just how I live my life. But I know that flossing is a thing. Yeah. That actual people actually do. And I double down on it when it's time to go to the dentist. Yes. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm, uh, I'm right there it with you. It also makes me wonder if Derry, like, goes to the dentist or not. I feel like that's a no, but I, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's just, like, if he feels like he has a problem. Not a checkup dentist goer, just a hey... I have a pain dentist goer. Yes. That seems more accurate to me. I had a huge gap in my teeth when I was younger, and I wore braces. I had the metal braces, and I still have to wear a retainer. Oh, I did not know that. I never had braces. My teeth were always pretty straight, and they were actually really nice. When I was pregnant with Dexter, though... I got a tiny little gap in between my front teeth. I think he, like, leached calcium from my body or oh, something. Oh, jeez. Because they, like, they say that babies can do that, and mm-hmm. a lot of women get teeth problems when they're pregnant because Whoa. babies are parasites as much as I love them. That's what they are when you're pregnant. You heard it here first. Yeah, then they, they'll <laughs> suck whatever they need out of you. So I had never had a gap, and I had a tiny little gap in my front two teeth now from when I was pregnant with Dexter. I didn't Weird. know... That that could happen. I had heard that, like, it's easier to get cavities when you're pregnant, Mm -hmm. but I didn't know about that, but that, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Strange things. I have all of my teeth, like, all, like, my wisdom teeth and everything. Oh, really? Nate has two of his wisdom teeth, and then two... Mm aren't growing or something. Scarlet doesn't have any wisdom teeth. Oh. In an evolutionary process, people are not getting them now because they're useless. And so our bodies are adapting to not actually needing them. I had all four of mine cut out when I was in college, but Scarlet doesn't have any. Lucky I was her. told to get mine cut out over and over and over and over again. And you never did? Well, they, they were never a problem. They were just growing in. And I was like, I'm not going to have surgery. That scared the crap out of me. <laughs> Uh, but I basically like just kept ignoring him, and then they finally grew in perfectly fine. And I was like, "I'm not gonna get them cut out." Okay, bye. <laughs> well, because they always said like, "Oh, well, you have straight teeth, but they're gonna push your teeth, and they'll 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 mess up the teeth that you already have." But it sucks. I've heard that it sucks, and so I just kept not doing it until he was finally like, "Okay, well, they're in now, so just take care of them." I was in college, and I was staying at my mom's house. As I was recovering from that, you just, oh, God, it's horrible. The first time that we got it, I got up to, like, go to the bathroom and change the bandages. Because, you know, you're, you're full of bandages in your mouth. Yeah. And we took all these, like, mess of bloody bandages out of my mouth to put clean ones in. And I looked at it, and I passed out. And I, just, my mom said I was just standing there, and all of a sudden I was just on the ground. Oh, my gosh. So, I don't blame you for not doing it if you didn't have to. I, I, got, I got out of it. I'm with Wayne. I think you should embrace your imperfections. It's too much in society where it's like we all need to look like this Mm -hmm. and and i agree teeth are a big thing for me but mostly i'm with you just like keep them clean it's more of just a hygiene thing if somebody's teeth are a little crooked i'm not going to judge like not ever braces from what i've heard what i understand are very expensive maybe they couldn't afford to get braces but they try to take care of their teeth you know it's just like wayne pops in with that line what's a person without imperfections and i was just like 
standing applause. I like, love you so much. I yes. know. I, you could be such a dick sometimes, but I love, like, I'm glad that line came from him. Yes. It it really made me happy, especially coming from Wayne. Coming from Dan, it would seem like, you know, Dan's very embracing of lots of things. Mm-hmm. Wayne tends to be a bit more judgmental, so coming from Wayne, it was a really nice, refreshing thing to hear. I agree. I did not know almost any of the people that they mentioned. I looked some of them up. One of them is Johnny Depp's ex-wife. Mm-hmm. And it was beautiful. She's yeah. got a little gap. Anna Paquin was on True Blood. True Blood, yes. Mm-hmm. And that's the only other name I knew. I looked the other girls up, and they... Mick Jagger's daughter. Is it Mick Jagger's daughter? Or... I think that's who he said. Yeah. Yes, I think so. And she's beautiful. I mean, they're all beautiful. I personally couldn't tell. Like, I could have kept my gap if I wanted to, I guess. Because they weren't technically... I'm trying to picture you with a little gap now, and I can't see it, but... It wasn't little. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say I'm cute, but I'm not cute enough to pull that off. I mean, I don't know. So, and that's why I'm very, I'm very, like, hyper aware of cleaning my teeth and I I'm probably overly so just because I knew how much my parents spent on that for me so I was very oh what took a good daughter you are I took care of it like it was an investment yes (laughs) I uh, Katie likes nice straight teeth and she's allowed to like I got kind of upset that they all yelled at her but then I was glad that they all immediately apologized yes because and I like that she points out (laughs) that's just her no, I just was, I, you just made me think I was yelling at her, and then I was like, "Oh yeah, Dan says must be nice, Queen of England yeah, or something." Didn't know like, we're talking to the Queen of Friggin' England. <laughs> must be different. Nice. <laughs> but anyway, you over there with your perfect teeth. But I mean, she has a preference, and she's allowed to. That's true. You know, like I Everyone. like brunettes. It's not that I, I think blondes need to burn in hell. I just like brunettes, you know? <laughs> you heard it here first. Yeah. Amber thinks <laughs> blondes should burn in hell. Redheads have no place here. No. <laughs> um, but I, I'm glad that she car- clarifies, like, that's just, it's her preference. Have you ever dated a redhead? I've slept with a redhead. Hey. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> but again, I didn't really date. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Nick has a red, like, kind of like a reddish beard. He has dark brown hair, but he has red as a recessive. Sefi has red hair. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's like auburny red. But I I don't dislike redheads either. I just... (laughs) That's not what I just heard. (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) Kind of all over the place. Um, And then Derry freaks out again because Katie goes on the date. and, and And as strange as it sounds, I kind of... It, his little dairy shriek made me chuckle more than repulsed me this time. I didn't hate it, but I didn't love it. I think it was fitting with the dairy that we're seeing this episode. It was fitting in the situation. Sometimes it, he just freaks out and it feels super out of nowhere. It's, it's really aggressive for no reason. We are all about being aggressive. <laughs> But when it <laughs> when it's appropriate, appropriately aggressive. <laughs> I just said dating must be different. Nice, and then I put. But is it though? But is it? Because I think it sounds like a lot of work. I know the idea of having to have that first conversation three times in one day mm. is just awful to me. Mm. And, and what's worse is, and I haven't done this in a very long time. I, I had a. The, the closest situation I can think of, there's a person that I work with, not super closely, but that 
is it my work where I felt like we were vibing like oh this is a new good work friend or whatever uh-huh. and then there's just that one thing they say that is there it's just, like a hard stance and it it's something it you don't away. believe at all <laughs> And you're just sitting there like, what do I say? What do I say back to this? Okay, well, I got to go back to my office. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> um, so I, that, but in a romantic sense, and then, but you're stuck on a date with somebody. See, and I feel like that's part of the reason why I never super dated dated. Mm-hmm. I don't like that awkward, uncomfortable feeling and then not feeling like you can leave. Yeah. You know, it's not, you can't just be like, all right, well... I don't know. Like, can you just walk out of the middle of a date? I don't know. What's, I mean, the, what's the etiquette on on that? I guess you could. If you don't care about talking to them anymore. Yeah. Ugh. But these are all local people. I feel That's like she's going to see them all again. And maybe that doesn't matter to her. I don't know. I don't know. God, I would hate to date. If Glad something we're ever not happen- in that. Yeah. If something, like, if, if you know, knock wood, something happens and Nate passes. <laughs> I will just be single. Like, I have no desire to date or meet anybody new or start over again in any aspect of that kind of romantic. Nope. Just nope. Not doing it. Yeah, I don't I don't have any urge. No, I don't have the energy. The energy is is, is a real thing. I'm I'm out of all of that. Too. I'm out of all of it. Is that all you have for That's that? Have. So then we cut back to our boys and Stewart's there. Which I kind of, I love this even more, too. I love that they're hanging out like friends again. Because it's an unlikely group. I put that the skids joining in so seamlessly warms my heart. Mm-hmm. Because it did. Stuart and Roald are there. And they're just hanging out. There's no, why are you sitting with us? Why are you here? They're just part of the conversation. And I really liked that. This is what Riley and Jonesy wanted the whole time. They were trying to get their stupid club together. <laughs> Exactly. This is literally what's happening. I hadn't even thought about that. Yeah. But that's what they've accomplished. And you know what? Everybody that's there is fine with it. And nobody's trying to suck each other's dicks. <laughs> they might be trying to suck their own. But uh, wondering if they can. Is it possible? <laughs> oh my gosh. Brawl says it's still not bigger than Stewart's. I am curious. Like. <laughs> <laughs> not, not in a pervy way, just in like a... Not in a you-hope-it-slips-out-shorzy way. <laughs> oh my god, yes. Not in a that way. In in more of a scientific way. <laughs> just in, for research sake. For research purposes. And so there could be no argument afterwards. Metric system <laughs> measurements. <laughs> and go. I wouldn't know how to compute them, but... Yeah, I mean... I well, love Stewart's Rawls. I'm trying to think about what they would compare Stewart's to. What did he say? He yeah. said three softballs and a sock. Yeah. Isn't that what it? Or tennis ball, like the empty tennis ball tube. Of three. Yes. So uh, based on how they're describing them, I feel like Jim Dickens sounds bigger. But I know that's just me. Okay. Have you ever had this happen? They kind of all seem intrigued all of a sudden, or at least Rawled and Ron and Dax do seem really intrigued. Have you ever had it happen where you learn something about someone and it makes you look at them differently? Yes. Do you have an example? <laughs> I, well, I might have your example. Give me yours. Because it made me think of when we were talking about you with Tom 
and we you saw his lip sync battle. Oh yeah. And you're like, oh yeah, that's that young kid. That's and then you saw him do that, and you're like, wait a minute. That is a man in full. <laughs> is he dancing in the rain to Rihanna right now? Because yes, my libido says he is. <laughs> Yes, that's a big one. And because it completely changed the way that I looked at him. It was like, oh, yeah, you're, you're cute. You're, you're Spider-Man. Yeah. You seem like a sweet kid. Wait a minute. Why is this hot right now? Wait, yeah, you're in drag you're in, in the rain. <laughs> you're in drag dancing to a Rihanna song. This shouldn't work, but it really does. Yeah, because like Roald says, I've never thought about him like that before, but now... <laughs> I can't not. I fear I may never stop. <laughs> Which I loved him saying that. I fear I may never stop. I, I love it. I love how it was worded. But yes, that that's definitely happened. And the whole bar is talking about it now. <laughs> the arm plot was the best and worst thing that I saw. Because <laughs> she just plops it on the table. It was, yes. I laughed out loud when I saw that. Uh, there, I don't, he, Josh may cut this part out. I don't know. I did it. I probably shouldn't talk no, about it. No, it's fine. He can cut it out. Josh, we'll talk about it. We'll see if we want to cut it out. So, in the interest of not getting anyone in trouble, I have removed that story. But, holy God. <laughs> anyway, back to the episode. Oh, man. Anyway, so, yeah. But that's I, the last <laughs> thing that I had about that was the uh, arm flops. So. I, I love when Stuart's talking about it, and he's comparing it to a chimichanga or whatever, and he says, <laughs> Jonesy's like, well, how big is that? And he says, you take it, and you double it. And he's like, I'm not a math guy. But <laughs> he's being told to double something. Yeah. <laughs> but he smiles so sweet. I said, you sweet little baby. <laughs> and that was Jonesy? Andrew's doing so good lately. Like just little funny quips. Both really funny to me in this episode. Mm -hmm. And I put this is why there's no slim pickings for Jim Dickens. Exactly. Respecting the ladies. Yes. Respecting himself. (laughs) Holding doors, holding himself accountable. I love it. Oh my gosh. That's all I have. Glenn pops back up. Oh. So this is where I made the note about. Top Gun, Amber and Megan. <laughs> yes. But I love that our boys are all hanging out like friends. Mm. And then Glenn kind of sees his moment. He was like, not only do I get to talk to all of these boys, I get to talk about something I'm excited about talking about. And he draws them into being more interested in it than they already were in the mm-hmm. first place. They were like, oh, yeah, that's fine. Like, we don't have to talk about it. That's fine. But then now it's all they're talking about. <laughs> Glenn has worked his magic. <laughs> Did I just get a text from Gail? Yes. Did she use the raindrop emoji in reference to her womanhood? Maybe. Did you hear any of this from Glenn? No. And then the creepy face laughs. I did not like the creepy laughs. It, it, was, it was quite creepy. Yes. <laughs> And the way that it just continues until they cut to the next I scene. Know. I know. I was like, like uh, it's like the Joker <laughs> a little bit. Uh, creepy, pervy. Did you watch the Joker movie? Not the Joaquin Phoenix one. I won't. I've not seen it. I've heard it's, I've heard it's good and then I've heard it's sketchy, but I probably won't watch it. I, didn't he win an Oscar for it? Yeah. I, I heard he did a really great job. And the movie is good, but it's hard to watch. It's like violent. Very violent. And I also, that it delves into a lot of when he was a kid and childhood trauma growing up. 
There are certain things when my kids are little, I can't, like, I was watching Witcher. Did you watch that? I haven't. <clears throat> no. Well, there's, there's a couple of parts, actually, Witcher, that babies get hurt. Oh. And I just, I can't. It's hard to watch. I can't yeah. do that with my little baby. Like, yeah. When Scarlet was about two or three was when the movie Zombieland came out. Mm-hmm. And there's a scene in it with a little blonde kid. And it looks so much like Scarlet oh. that I just, like, I could, I just, like, hysterically cried oh. during Zombie Zombieland. <laughs> and so I could probably watch Joker after Dexter's bigger and grown, mm -hmm. but if it has something to do with, like, a little boy experiencing trauma, I wouldn't be able to watch it while Dexter's little. Yeah. Some things I just... Hit you. Yeah. It's like, nope, can't, can't do that. <laughs> nope, not doing that. Uh, okay. Then we cut back to the farmhouse. Derry wants to start going on dates, and mm. I said... Derry wants to start dating in the same way that Michael Scott wants to declare bankruptcy. Oh. <laughs> because I want to start dating. <laughs> I'm like, Derry, there's more to it than that. You can't just be dating. You can't just declare <laughs> that you're going to date and it's going to happen. Because I feel like he wants to say it and he wants to have a situation like Katie, but he also doesn't really want to do anything about it. He's also not Katie. Exactly. Like, I feel like if Katie said, I want to start dating local guys, the local guys will be lined up. <laughs> Derek could say, I want to start dating local girls. But then he's going to have to change his bar clothes and floss and put forth a little bit of effort. effort. Yeah. yeah. And it's so the it's, effort yes. Michael Scott's not getting. <laughs> <laughs> but what did you think about? I loved Dan coming in with some gentle love and yeah. Wayne... <laughs> coming in with that tough love. <laughs> Change your clothes. <laughs> but I thought it was sweet that he wanted to start dating. Yeah, I think Wayne and Dan came from a place of friendship where I think they can recognize, hey, if you dress nice, if you start cleaning yourself up, you could probably do it. Yeah, and I, I did like that Dan was like, well, since we've, <clears throat> it's kind of been brought up already, that was a nice segue into it without being too mean about it. Mm -hmm. Since it's been a topic of to conversations, may I gently suggest that if you're about to re-enter the Dayton games that you steps up your hygiene games. Derry has moments where he's hot. There's a lot of potential there. I also think that he can be a very nice guy. I think he would be a loyal boyfriend. <clears throat> he can be a bit clingy, which isn't my thing, but I think that he would make somebody a good boyfriend. Do you have to put forth a certain amount of effort? Yes. Have you seen Nate Instagram and like pictures outside of Letterkenny. Mm -hmm. I've seen ones that Andrew and Dylan have put up <clears throat> from the tour, mm -hmm. but I don't follow Nate on. Well, he doesn't post a lot, mm -hmm. but I, I love everybody in black, <sighs> but Nate in particular, he always has really nice, cool Ray-Ban looking sunglasses on and a black t-shirt. And I'm like, man, if you put this in Letterkenny and then, like, put him in a fight and stuff, I was like, hot dairy all day. <laughs> hot dairy. Hot dairy. <laughs> <laughs> but just the fact that he's in these barn clothes, and even when he's not in barn clothes, not super flattering clothes <laughs> either. Yeah, when he finally does change out of his barn clothes, he wears those ugly... Papal shirts. Yes. <laughs> oh, Lord. Which I'm sure some girl there in Letterkenny would appreciate. That's true. You still just, you can't smell like cow, and you need to floss sometimes, Terry. <laughs> I 
At least a, a few times. Just a few times a week. That's all it needs. And then Katie comes back and says that this was a big no-go for... That was date number three, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. He was a crotch scratcher. And then we proceed to learn about the four different types. Possibly more, but the four that they mention are the pocket scratcher, the sit and wiggle, the look over there, and the different cue scratcher. <laughs> so, what are your thoughts about this? Okay, so I have some thoughts. Okay. A body is going to itch. Bodies itch. Guy bodies, girl bodies, they itch. If you itch, scratch yourself. However, there are certain ways to go about it that are more polite. It's like any other bodily thing. Coughing, sneezing, burping. These are all bodily functions that all humans have. Yes. There are ways to be more polite about it. So... Don't be like going to town on yourself <laughs> while you're on a first date as well. For me, I don't know. I feel like first dates are a time to kind of be on better behavior. Yes. You are making a first impression. Not so much that it's a complete lie about who you are as mm-hmm. an individual. At least she would know what she was getting into should she have a second date. But this, I don't I'm just. <sighs> Katie cracked me up in this scene. When she says pardon, I thought she was going to slap him. (laughs) Well, when they're talking about this, she says, he was just giving her. And I was like, that is hilarious and so disgusting. I love when she's like, I've never seen a guy do that. And they're like, yeah, yeah. (laughs) She said, don't pull your button. I can't even say it. Josh, you you have to plug it here. What are you, six? Don't pull your pudding. It's gross, but it was funny where the guys were like, uh, yeah, you have. Yeah, <laughs> You've yeah. not noticed it, but trickery has happened it in has front of happened. you. happened, <laughs> yes, yes. Which pocket scratches, I think, tend to be a little bit more obvious. I have definitely seen guys do that. Mm-hmm. The situating chairs, though, something I would have never thought of as a way to more subtly do that. Yeah. But I did like it. He's like, how long that picture have you been on the fridge? <laughs> After he says misdirection, you know, like, oh, hey, the look over there. Hey, look over there. And she looks. And then Derry is like, well, it goes both ways. Don't be. What does he say? Don't pinch your poop or something <laughs> like that. And she's like, pardon? <laughs> and, uh, then he, and then he goes to say, I said don't. <laughs> like, just completely over his head. Don't he's pissed her piss off. me off, Derry. <laughs> And then they all. I'm very curious about what the text was. I think it was just the hot goss going around about Gail. uh, Hey, Gail's hooking up with. Jim Dickens, and yeah. apparently it's huge. Yeah, get to get to Modine's and we'll have a gossip session. I love that they all are just so curious that there's there's almost not even a question. It's like, oh, so to Modine's? Yeah, yeah we're like, off to obvi- Modine's. We gotta figure out what's going on. And even Wayne. I have a dart. Yeah, I like when Wayne, as much as he is, oh, you know, don't be a gossip, don't blah, blah, blah. He can be so judgmental. Yes. But he was about it. He was like, all right, yeah, let's go. If he went off to Modine's just like everybody else. Okay, and then we cut to Modine's, and he's kind of standing away from everybody, but you can tell he's super invested in the conversation. I love that he's standing there all broody like that. It's almost like he's judging the other people for wanting to know but he's also there he's wanting also to know. Listening super hard. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. Like, I'm gonna judge you guys for being here, but 
I'm here too, but I'm still better than you. <laughs> exactly. He has to maintain his better than you stance. Yes, yes. During the part where it's just music, you can see Bonnie giving it to Glenn, pretty irritated. And she said something you told everybody yeah. or you tell everybody. Yeah, you're, you're, I think she said you're telling everyone. Something like that. Because yeah. I rewound it a couple of times. Cause like you, you could kind of lip read a little saying. bit. Yeah. yeah, You can't see what Glenn says as well, but I'm sure it was something along the lines of, well, they just pulled it out of me. Like, I couldn't <laughs> help. They're just like... They were so relentless. Yeah. They're, <laughs> in their quest for this knowledge, I have put, is Gail walking slash standing like that from Lovin', or is it just Gail? I feel like she's always a little crooked. Yeah. <laughs> a little bendy, a little squiggly. Yes, a little, little, little bow-legged Gail. Heard some talk the people have been talking. <laughs> I love that. I love that. It's so good. And it's, it's the reaction that I would have expected of her. Yeah. I don't think she would have been like, don't talk about this. Yeah. Like, if you're going to talk about it, get it right. Yeah. <laughs> so, Glenn and then Gail and then Katie. That's like my top three for this episode. They were killing it for me this episode. They, Glenn, I really liked uh, Andrew and Dylan, too. But Ronzi and Daxie's faces during mm-hmm. their interactions were great. Yes. When Glenn's telling him about stuff, and I never know which one is which. Which one's the Ron's tall one? the blonde one. Bright blonde. Bright blonde, the taller the one? The taller one okay. is Ron. There's a part where he has to grab his beer and drink because he's just overwhelmed with what he's <laughs> hearing. And their faces, when Gail is describing it, mm-hmm. Ronzi's, Daxie's, and Rold's faces are the best. Are so invested. My favorite part, and we'll, I guess we'll say, because Gail goes through, okay, let me tell you some things. And she says, I just did bullet points. I said, so you might have to remind me what some of these are. Glasses. She's so long. I had She's to put my glasses <laughs> on so I could look back and see where he was. And then the Fast and Furious butt grab. And then Ronnie said something about, we can only... He didn't say it. Rald, I think, said, I could only imagine him auctioneering. Yeah. And she was like, well, who said that there wasn't any auctioneering going on? Gail doing that sex auctioneering voice was hilarious. It was so funny and so uncomfortable. It was so spot on. It's hilarious and embarrassing all at once is what I put. I was so embarrassed watching it, but I was laughing at the same time. Exactly. I could not imagine getting up and having to do that scene as an actress. Yes, I know. It's, it's and Even her, who, like you've said, she doesn't really ever break. She mm-hmm. just completely stays. Like, that would be so hard for Being me to do. Being the table would be hard to watch. I said, these two having sex must be wild. Because <laughs> that's what he was saying. Imagine what she was saying back to him. Exactly. Exactly. Oh my god. I, I kind of wanted her with Coach, but this is very interesting as well. It's an interesting twist. When he comes in and gives her flowers, like, oh, it was so sweet. And she is so sweet for Gail. Like, <laughs> as sweet as we could have expected. And them walking off together. And Katie's like, are you thinking what I'm thinking? And Riley says, yeah, free beer if you smash Gail. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
That was really funny, too. That Gosh. was great. Dylan, killing it, too. Killing it. And, and I mean, he's not wrong, though. <laughs> that's basically what just happened. Yeah. yeah. That's another Gail not being a very good business, business owner. owner. But... <laughs> but you're talking about, you know, Katie is meaning... Nobody's dateable in the sound. And she's kind of mean because she's saying that in front of all of these single guys. And also three people that she's dated. Yeah. So <laughs> that was pretty mean. And also that wouldn't be what my takeaway from that, like, hey, there are these two people in a small town that never really seem to show much interest in each other, and they found something there that's special and it works for them. Yes. And your takeaway is that there's nobody dateable? Why isn't your takeaway, hey, maybe I just haven't found the right guy in this small town yet. Or maybe I haven't looked at people in the right way. Yeah. I need a new perspective. That would be the takeaway. That's my takeaway. That's but my... Katie, I will, okay, I will this say. This is the she, only time she irritated she, me. She irritated me. It's like, okay, don't be that negative about everything all the time. Yes, yes. So that And Bonnie agrees. I was say, when, when Bonnie agrees with her, Dan comforts Jonesy. Did you see that? No. <laughs> because she's like, yeah, a bunch of smelly and scratchers. Smellies and scratchers. Stinkers scra and, yeah. sc and scratchers. Yeah, I think stinkers she and scratchers. And he kind of leans over and oh, just like pats Jonesy. Because Jonesy's like, oh. <laughs> and then Angie shows up. This girl does not even look like Angie. I know, like, it's wild. I didn't think it was the same girl, but it is. It, yeah, her hair is a lot darker, mm -hmm. I think. And she's dressed a bit different. Because when we first meet her, she's wearing kind of like a sundress, and she's kind of blonde, yeah. and kind of like earthy and natural looking, and then you see her again when she's being a puck bunny, and she's in her dark skinny yeah. jeans and black leather jacket, and her hair's up, but she's also still very blonde. So now I guess she's just try. She's one of those people that just like completely <clears throat> changes based on what she's doing at that yeah. point, kind of thing. So yeah. like now she's an international traveler who drinks Guinness, and I like Guinness. <laughs> I liked Scotland. I like traveling. This was super pretentious. Yes. How are you going to come back to a bar in your hometown that you've known for so long? You used to work there. I'd be like, oh, do you take euros? Like, different. Off. <laughs> I, Pull your finger out your ass. Yes. I love that they all said it to her, too, at the same time. They're so varying. The skids, the hicks, mm -hmm. the hockey players, the gym, the gay gym goers. That you would think if somebody was going to be a little pretentious... Ronzi and Daxi would be... That's how bad Angie was being mm -hmm. in this particular moment. Just... I love no. everyone being cohesive. Yes, me that's too. That's a big I really liked me. that. I love it. And I knew you would like it, yes. Have you ever known anybody who who's like that, who goes somewhere and pulls a Madonna, starts speaking in an accent from that country, or... Well, like I said, I'm dangerously close to the stereotype. <laughs> I don't get... I, I like to think I'm not that pretentious. It I do have to catch myself like, okay, quit talking about it. <laughs> uh, I did go over to England for a, a good chunk, for like close to a month when I was in college. And you are around people with accents so much. I had to actively remind myself, okay, you don't have an accent. Like, do not talk like them because that's, that's not, not how you accent. speak. Yes. And it's just a empathy thing where you're trying to have a conversation and connect with people. And it's like, hey, you're Southern. You're not Southern British. <laughs> yes, you're not British. Sometimes, Nate, 
depending on who he's talking to, mm-hmm. he will put on his, because he... His country accent? Yes. Yeah, Josh does different. It too. pisses me off. I'm like, why are you doing that? Because, like, if he's talking to our neighbor or somebody who's kind of a good old country boy, mm-hmm. and would, like, that's, that's perfectly fine. That's how he speaks. It's not how Nate speaks, <laughs> but he'll put on, like, more of an accent speaking to them or... To blend in a little bit yeah. more. Yeah. And that's what he says. He's like, you know, it's just kind of to make them feel more comfortable. It makes me uncomfortable. I do not like it. I am object. (laughs) Yes. I hate this. But, and again, I feel like travel should change you. You should go and you should experience new things and you should learn new things and come back and tell me your stories. But don't come back and act like you are, you know, Live there now. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Or, yeah. You said that you like, have you been to Scotland before? Mm -hmm. Oh, that's cool. When when did you go? Uh, We went, uh, my senior trip in high school, we went to England, Scotland, and Wales for two weeks. It was. It was. And I loved it. I wanted to move to Edinburgh afterwards. That's why we keep going to Greece. (laughs) That was my high school trip. That's that's the first time I ever went out of the country. And now it's like the country I can't quit going to. to just keep, well, see, we used to live in Germany, and my mom's side of my family is German. My grandmother was 100% German from Germany, came over here after the war. And I've always wanted to take my family and go, wish traveling wasn't so freaking expensive. Yeah. But now it's one of those things like I want to go and take the babies and experience some things. There. Plus, my high school, like I've told you, I went to a private school, so mm-hmm. it was like as many chaperones as students kind of ratio. Yeah. Which, I didn't have an issue <laughs> with that, because I wasn't trying to sneak out or be bad or anything. But at the same time, it was a very structured trip, and we saw and we did a lot of things. Mm-hmm. But I'd like to go as a grown-up and make my own itinerary and yeah. be able to travel around. And, yeah, so. But, yeah, I, you should go to Scotland sometime. Uh, well, back on track. <laughs> back on did, track. Where are we? Did you give this one a score? This one for me was like a seven and a half. Okay. Like I really enjoyed it. It was a solid seven, soft seven and a half. Like I, I thoroughly liked it. Katie only irritated me once, mm-hmm. but the rest of the time, and I, the people were funny. The cold open was good. My Glenn had a big part in it. Oh so, yeah, yeah. I'm giving mine a solid seven. Just straight solid set. Right. I enjoyed it. It was good. It wasn't as good to me as nine one. I think is the one that I gave an eight, where I was like, I love this. This is the best. <laughs> um, They're all together. <laughs> yeah. So very good. Not quite an eight or seven and a half for me. I appreciated it, and uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't have any. What's the scoop? Do you have anything? No, no, not this week. All right. Well, I'm. That was wild. I'm so glad it wasn't a curse of three situation. They broke the curse. They did. I'm super glad about it. I, they only have, have not one I, more season to to keep it going. But I would not have guessed this was episode three if I was just blindly watching it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So we will be back next time with nine four. The episode's called Mitzvah. I remember this one a little bit. I can't recall this one just from the name off the top of my head. I don't remember it. It's a big Riley and Jonesy one. Yay! But I don't think I liked it. We'll see. I don't know. I'm keeping my mind open. But we are out of here. I guess we'll see you all next time. Bye. Bye! Done! We're done! And Bonnie enough. And we're
and we're done. Enough and enough. Thanks again for listening to Not My Forte, a super soft podcast. Information is pulled for this episode from letterkenny.fandom.com, as well as Megan and Amber's notes. Music for these episodes is provided by Mark Wallach, and that song is called Rattle and Shake. If you have any questions about this episode, or any comments or insights on this episode or future episodes, feel free to email us at casualjosh0 at gmail.com. That's casualjosh, the number zero, at gmail.com. And remember to put not my forte in the subject line.